Audio speeding. I'm in the class. Let me do my thing. Common marks A and B and C cam. Oh! <laughs> he killed it. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. That is the first. I ain't never had to knock claps in my own. That's a professional, thing or the hardest thing that I have had to deal with while like dating and being sexually active as an adult in today's world is telling girls I don't want to be sexually active with you. I never thought that we'd be in a space where two men were like girls have a problem with me saying no. <laughs> no it, it, <laughs> because, it's so true. It's it, because it's actually like a major topic right now. There's a lot of like news out there right now about sexual assault of women and toxic masculinity. And we don't often, as a man, mm-hmm. I can't sit here and try and oppose women being concerned about their sexuality and their health yeah. in public. It is my responsibility to adhere to their cries mm-hmm. and try and make their situation safer. But I think too often, we don't have an opportunity to talk to men on the level of what is your sex drive like and why could it be perceived as toxic or why could it be perceived as assaulting in nature? Obviously, a lot of people understand no means no. Mm-hmm. But for the demographic people who don't understand that, they, they're beyond help. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a healthy group of women out there who will think of themselves as being something. And when a man doesn't validate that, that man becomes an issue. And you know what? And and it's both end, right? It's like it's toxic when men do it and it's toxic when women do it. And it's like the idea that... The idea that... um. Like I think this word, like the, the these these words get thrown around to denigrate men without much context sometimes. Like um, you know, if if a guy turns down sex, oh he's a it, it, a couple things happen. Sometimes they internalize. There's a couple of points I want to make. I was yeah. thinking about it. A couple of things happen. One, they may internalize it and say mm-hmm. something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Two, oh he's gay. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Three, oh, oh, he misled me. He's a fuck boy. Yeah. He led me on. Now, all of a sudden, he's not interested in me. Or, you know, mm. and I hate when they throw around fuck boy because something didn't work out yeah. and not because somebody is actually problematic. Because yeah. they're mad problematic dudes out here. No, for sure. But him saying no ain't one of the reasons he's problematic. No. And, I, and I'll and i take it a step further because... I mean, I played in the NFL. I've had my fair share of threesomes. I've done it all. I've I've experienced the sexual spectrum for women and men that I've, um, I've ever wanted to, and I'm completely content with it. But it got to a point my sophomore year where I realized, like, damn, if I don't have a meaningful connection with this woman, I can't get it up. Like, that's something that dawned on me, and it, it, it didn't register. I thought this was my classic, oh, shit, yeah, you know, this don't ever happen. And I was like, damn, I can't get it up. My bad. But it, what I, yeah. what it happened was the next time I was with a girl, I had gone on several dates with her. 
I chilled with her on some private times. It wasn't about sex. And then when we were finally ready to take that sexual step, I went four rounds. I was out here trying to blow the bed up. Right. But I, ah, and I so couldn't. you have to be emotionally connected. I have to. And that's when it dawned on me. I need to have an emotional connection. My girl needs to want me as much as I want her. And if anything is wrong, if I accidentally, if I accidentally like get in two and two and you say, ouch, I immediately cower out. Because mm-hmm. it's like, did I hurt you? Are you okay? Like, I'm so in tune to what your body wants and needs. And I, and I don't even feel like a man if you didn't get yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So immediately, like, I was like, damn. I can't believe this is happening to me. And it now helped me register about all those times that I probably had sex with a girl. And at the end of it, I didn't feel proud of myself. Have you ever felt like you were forced to... Now, what we, we're only talking about men. I don't want to make it sound like we're um, comparing what we go through to what women go through. Sure. Because it's far worse. And, you know, women are assaulted. is different. Sure. But So we're only talking about us. But have you ever felt like you were coerced or pressured in having sex with women you didn't want to have sex with? Because I have. When I was in the NFL, I did. Mm. In the NFL, I'll put you on some game. We get two rooms. Mm. The first room is our real room. The second room is connected to it, and it's our dummy room. If someone ever knocks on our dummy room, which is the room that is listed on the hotel's computer, we know that this person hacked the computer to get our listings or someone who paid for it. Our second room is always a hidden room. So if anyone knocks around dummy room, we go to our real room side, look through people, see who it is. At the hotel? At the hotel. So every hotel has... That's why hotels have that extra door with the lock and you don't know uh, what the... That's what those That's are. for like athletes and high profile people. So they can always switch rooms. Got it. And I was sitting downstairs. It was... I was in... I believe I was in uh, Minnesota, Twin Cities. So we just finished the game. Girl came up to the front desk, divorced this seven. This dude getting paid seven dollars and fifty nine cents an hour. Like if my boyfriend gets up here and I'm not in his room naked, you're gonna lose your job. And he got him to give up the number. And literally, I had met this girl once. You know, met her at the bar the night before. I didn't drink because we had a game. Paid for a drink, whatever. Got the number. She didn't know where I was staying, but she had my phone number. So she used that as, here's his phone number. Why would I be lying? Like, if I'm not his girl. That's how she got the information. Uh... So when I go up there, she's in the other room. And me being a rookie, you know, I didn't lock that other door. So she was already on the other side. And she, you know, was playful, cool. And I was like, hey, but yeah, we're leaving tomorrow morning. So I'm trying to go. She was like, oh, but you're not going to, you know, kick with me. I came all the way this way. I was just like, no, I'm going home. And she was just like, wow, like, I feel like you just led me all the way home. Like, what am I supposed to tell my friends we did? <laughs> so I ended up giving her black the black woman? Black. Wow. Gave her the D and was like, so like, we go cool? now. She's like, no, yeah, we're great. Everything's copacetic. I was like, I'm happy you did it because if you didn't, I would have told them something different. Like, what? She's like, oh, they told me you're like gay or something. And just propagated this story. Wow. And Sometimes it, I wonder. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. And in my mind, I was, and I'm really like a 21 year old at this time. She, this is a, she had to be like 32. Mm. So it was like, dang. Yeah. So this, like, this is possible. This yeah. is, this is possible. Sometimes I don't even get to the point where, like, it's to the point I don't even engage with women if I don't think that. 
you know, if I'm on the fence, like if mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes because sometimes I date a girl who, you know, might not be 100 percent attractive to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, she like a six. But then you might have good conversation. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's smart. She got some stuff. She might be like, now she's sexy to me. But yeah. like, but if I start the day or if we end up in like a, a space where something could happen and I find that I'm turned off, I'm like, what is the coolest way for me to get out of this? Because for men, it's not cool for us to just say no, no. to certain types of women, especially insecure women. They can even, you know, sometimes you even get worried that these women are gonna say that you did something to them. No, and I think uh, I think TF North did a great job of this, but also my college did a great job of this because we had, you know, you have the basic sex ed, then we had like the athletic sex ed. Mm. When you go to a girl's house, girl's room, apartment, get it in a text. Yeah, share uh, share your location. If 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 you're going to her room. Take a picture of the front door and what it looks like when you first walk in. Yeah, you need something to make sure that they know it's consent. So what else would you do to make sure that, that people know that she's So consented? those pictures are even just preempts. Because usually I've had this happen to a friend. He went in, had sex with a girl. He wanted to leave right away. She didn't want him to leave right away. So she tore up the room and said he assaulted her. Hmm. And came in, officer, officer comes in, doesn't even check her body for injuries. Just sees the room in shambles and says, yep, this is clear sign of assault. Mm. And they arrest the guy. Six weeks later, they let him off. And she ends up getting off scot-free. Psychological disorder. Mm. So for men, especially once again, I, I'm a 6'3", 300-pound dude. By accident, I could hurt someone. Mm. So it's super imperative for me to be innately aware of my surroundings. I can't, I'm not going to an all-girls dorm room. If, if if all your friends aren't there, I'm not going there. If if one of my guys ain't talking to your guys, I'm not going there. We got to be at a neutral spot at that point. Yeah. Because it's just too much. Yeah, too much chance for something to go wrong. And it's not even something to go wrong with... With you, but her for the time to show stuff. I want you to read the, this first message. Uh, you know, of course, don't read the name. Sure. But this is a message. Just that first message is a message from a woman who, before I was going out of town, um, you know, this girl came over and I was getting ready to go do um, a really serious um, uh, I was going to do a case about uh, a missing person for for a TV show I was working on Sure. and she said you know I want to see you before you leave I said alright but nothing's going to happen I'm trying to get into the headspace for the case because I spent so much time away from the stories and try to decompress I kind of compartmentalize it so I needed to get back into it so that when I'm talking to the parents and so that I can get my so I can be emotionally present. Yeah. So I was studying up on the case and I was kind of readying myself to be in this really dark place. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I don't want to, I'm cool with you being in my space, but I don't want to have sex in it like that. But she kept pressuring, you sure? And then she, she gets naked. She's touching herself. You sure you don't want this? And I'm like, you crazy, baby. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm joking yeah. and stuff. And so I get up and leave the room. You know, I said, let me run to the bathroom. Just try to just let let her give her a chance to yeah. simmer down. I come back. She's still touching herself. And I'm like, yo, I really need to focus. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm cool. Put, you know, relaxes. Then gets back on it. Continues, continues. And I finally give in. Mm-hmm. And I stopped calling her. I didn't reach out to her since. Yeah. She called me and says, I want to apologize because I don't know if this is why you haven't spoken to me, but I feel like um, I kind of pressured you. Do you feel? I was like, and because I was too prideful yeah. to admit that I was capable of being pressured into, I was like, nah, everything was good, baby. You know, and then I ended up going back and texted her and said, yo, not gonna lie, it threw me off a little. Um, 
but I didn't ultimately do anything I didn't want to do. I was like, but still. And, you know, it, it comes down to, for men, we, we were raised in a generation where we're tough guys. Mm-hmm. Everyone should want us. And right. honestly, you know, not tooting anybody's horn or anything, we are a group of men in this world who are of a select breed. Yeah, yeah. We have things going for us and we've accomplished things that give us the ability to say we are desirable assets. We are a fine fabric amongst a bunch of wool and polyester. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could keep it real to that extent. But, like, I think us having this conversation now and hopefully men listening to it now will give them the capacity to be able to turn up because it is the woman's insecurities, not your fault. That's your fault. It, yeah, we good for dropping yeah. off dick and paying bills, but that's when we want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's up to us. It has to be a, co- a a consent of some sort between both parties. Yeah. And I don't give like, you know, I don't give people the benefit of doubt anymore, especially women in the situation of dating. Yeah. You want to go out? You need you want me to take you out? You wait for me to invite you out. You want to go out? Feel free to introduce me and bring me up and yeah. make sure you reach for your wallet with that same energy. Yeah. You know, I think dating with a purpose has made it a lot easier for me to do because I was a a girl who I took out to go get some sushi and I was like, hey, all I want to do is eat sushi with you. Mm -hmm. That's it. But she was upset that I didn't even ask for her number after the date. Upset? Why why she said you? She just thought that something else was going to happen. And I was just like, no, like I literally got on this dating app. I found you. I I just wanted somebody to eat with. with, I'm new. I'm in town. That's it. And Excuse me if that wasn't what your plan was. And I think, and I think it's okay to be disappointed. I think what happens yeah. is women turn around and get like vitriolic. They're like, "What do you mean? How dare you?" Like, is your your because they've a lot of them have been taught to internalize that their greatest values come from their ability to control sex or their ability to be desired by men. When those two things have been taken away from them, a lot of them have nothing left. Yeah, a lot of them don't have. I could tell you. More on um, more, more than one occasion, I can remember every tattoo on a girl's body, but I can't remember what degree she had. Or, or let's go this way too. A lot of them, because society has told us so much that you know men are hunters and men always want sex, always crave sex, always want sex. Any man who doesn't fit that 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 prototype, that archetype rather, is something's wrong, something's off. Either something's wrong with him or something's wrong with you. Yeah. And, and maybe nothing's wrong with neither one of y'all. In today's world, there's enough things to stress us out. So, like, for some people who just want to be able to say, all right, I'm chilling. And that's nothing to you or nothing to me, but I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. For you to look at that and be like, nah, man, I'm not going to eat that up or mm-hmm. I'm not, that's unacceptable. It just gives you pause. Like, we're not talking about people in their 60s or 50s who are suffering from mm-hmm. uh, 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 like a genetic or uh, mm-hmm. thing where it's like they're low T or something like mm-hmm. that. No, we I can, we can do it, but we've developed enough of a maturity to be able yeah. to say when we want to do it. That's yeah. part of growing up for us, like having the maturity to control our sex drive. And mm-hmm. the situation you see is people yeah. who can't control their sex drive become these incels who are just out here grabbing women off the street. Yeah, you just said it, the ability to control our sex drives. I got to go back to um to this text because I had never you know, I had never had someone say she said she had sent an apology and was like, "Yeah, I never behaved like that before. It's been weighing heavy on my mind. I handled it completely wrong and I'm sorry for putting you in that position." Um That's a lie. 
<laughs> you don't think she's sorry? No, she's sorry, but yeah. that's not the first time she's done that. Uh, it was too natural, the way you described it to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, too yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that you do for the first time, unexpectedly, you're sloppy with it. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. not well thought out. Something that you practice traumatizing people with, yeah. you're comfortable with it. For, for you right. to have diffused from the situation... Give it time to breathe and return and she's still in the same position doing the same thing that got you to walk away the first time is her saying your feelings do not matter. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think you give her too much. Like That's real. That's real. No, I, I agree with that 100%. I agree with that 100%. And I could be reading this completely wrong, but this is this is the aspect I'm looking at it from an offender position. Yeah. I've, I've been trained to see tendencies and traits in offenders. Yeah. These are traits in offender. If I was interviewing a sex offender... I would ask the person who I'm interviewing, did the person seem nervous or in a cold sweat or ex- easily excitable? Was he constantly looking over his shoulder? Was he right. focused on you? Because someone who who had never done that before or, you know, would have been embarrassed if I said no and left the room. Exactly. But I, she came back. She was on a... And it it, it, it really... It effed me up. It was something like... It was... It was some, maybe some feel like something was off about Shorty. Like, why are you so pressed? No, we had, we had got down before, but I mean, I mean, I'm sure I'm, you know, good. But like, I mean, ain't, ain't nobody sex good enough for you to be that thirsty, like, <laughs> bro. But yeah. why are you talking? We do know people who will murder for sex. That's that's a fact. I never, I, I but I had also drunk the Kool Aid and was naive to the fact that women can just be as predatory as men can. I, I I think I first realized women could be more predatory uh, as predatory as men are uh, watching like uh, more like and it's funny because I think about like African movies like these Bollywood movies because they always show younger men being pursued by older women mm-hmm. it's also very prominent in anime and uh, Japanese culture where these young boys seem to be followed by older women and what you're describing there it could be a fantasy for others but in reality that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a sexual that's a form of sexual assault. That's definitely sexual assault. So it it it's, it harbors on these false fantasies, these false narratives that mm-hmm. guys are always going to be into it, and it's a, once again it's leading into women because women see what men see, mm-hmm. and if you're seeing this false narrative that oh older women are allowed to chase men, but younger girls should be pursued, well when you're thinking that you're an older lady, well why can't I have him? Mm-hmm. What what's wrong with me? So how so. Um, so how should men say? Uh, and you're right. Like, what's wrong with him? Why? Why? Every 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 woman feels like they're entitled to sex, but even more so, a mature woman who knows she can manipulate a situation. Um, even if, even women to our uh, of age, it can still be manipulation. But I was going to ask, what are the ways to say nah to get out the jam uh, without you know getting shorty to? Say some reckless about you because me, I haven't figured that out. So sometimes I lie. It depends. On, it, <laughs> I, I think it, it really comes down to how comfortable you are with this person never speaking to you again, or how comfortable you are with them putting a the rumor out about you, and you're just gonna have to live with that. I, and I, and I, if I had a chance to do the narrative myself, first thing probably I would do is put a hole in their wall mm-hmm. and then articulate this could be you. Yeah, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And if they want to persist <laughs> and have me pay for the bill, that's fine too. But like, I nip it in the butt. Like you have to really be forceful about it because you because you don't know. Like, think about how that person must feel mm. for you to 
seduce or entice someone to the extent where they're doing something for your pleasure with no pleasure on their side. Yeah. These, I mean, these are the girls yeah, that I you don't bust anything. Yeah. That's the only yeah. girls that you don't bust with. You just make the loud grunting noise and, oh, thanks a lot. And you literally pull the condom off and walk to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the you girl. Before too. Yeah, man. Guys fake too. Like, I don't, like, girl, like, I, the, a girl I was really, real talk dating, like me and I were dating a long time. Like, one day, I was just into her and she was just like, she was just like, look, sweet, I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm not about to be walking like no penguin. She's right. just like, if you don't bust now, it's I'm done. It's over with. And I was just like, yeah, you just took me off my train of thought. And she was yeah. just like, well, you going to bed. And she literally said, well, you faked all last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so you could do it. Then. You could go in the bathroom and take care of yourself. I was like, damn. Yeah, you, you thought know. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> she called me out. So like, you know your partners, but like, that's so but funny. just like if you was just looking for like some type of like I can't imagine you being a woman feeling content with that mm-hmm. like but I also have to think about it from the opposite perspective we do have men who just rape women who are not even wet or physically attracted to them and it happens yeah so this is that is that's that is a predisposition so of rape is a predisposition of rape as as mild as it might sound. I don't play with that because yeah. no officer would give me the benefit of doubt. Yeah, nah, no. Nope. Not in heartbeat. So I think it's perfectly fine for you to just be like straight up no. And I would discontinue conversation with that person. Yeah. yeah. Or like if then the only way you would want to continue conversation with them is they're willing to admit that they need help. And they, yeah. they seek that help. You need yeah. to go talk to somebody True. about that. You talk to some, yeah, yeah, the fact that you reacted that way, something's wrong back there. Yeah. Like uh, once again, if it's that good, I don't want it. I don't want it. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, there we go. Now, what's this episode? What is, what is this called? What is this? What's bonus? Yeah, y'all got some bonus shit. Be happy. Take yeah. care of yourself. <laughs>